0: Good afternoon. Good morning. Good night. Welcome to episode thirty-four of Outspoken. I wasn't here last week. I had a sick day. All right, I, <laughs> I called into work sick. Um, was very tired. I'm very tired. I'm the the word that could describe me for the for the month is tired. I don't know about any of you, but it has been. I think. All right, I'm gonna get into a little, a little thingy here before we get into everything. Actually. Let me tell you the topics first so a little bit of late news but i want to talk about the baby because i have a couple things to say he said some like homophobic thing on stage which is really weird it was just weird and i'll 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 talk a little bit more about that a an ex magcon star got arrested (laughs) for like something really bad actually pretty bad very weird i saw it on my timeline figured i'd share it with you because i didn't really see many people talking about it and then i want to talk about another male celebrity who put on some heels you know because they're they're breaking gender stereotypes out here actually and it's it's really cool artist I can't stand this chair I'm sorry I'm (laughs) hold on like I just I just want to sit back and relax I can't do that anyway so what I want to talk about right before we get into everything I feel like everyone can kind of relate to this I don't know something about staying inside for the past like year and a half I lost track of time how long has it been since since the whole pandemic started like like end of 2019ish or beginning of 2020 wow it's almost 2022 it is august it is the 8th month out of all 12 months how do you feel what did you achieve this year <laughs> just kidding uh hopefully it's something good even if it was just getting out of bed that's good my friend what i was trying to say is i think after being inside for so long it made me tired like because you you were so you're with yourself for so long every day alone well granted you might live with people whatever but just i don't know as a creator i feel like it was a little bit it was a good and a bad thing because like i go i travel to be inspired until like i don't know just that's what happens it motivates me and inspires me staying inside can make me a little bit depressed so but then also i could do a lot of work so i don't know it's just been really weird i think it's been weird for everybody and um I don't know. Who knows when the world will go back to normal. We don't know. I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. Yeah, I guess so. That's how I'm doing. (laughs) Uh, I figured I would share it with you. I figured it is pretty relatable, so you'll all kind of feel the same way. Or not. You might be having the best time of your life, man. Congratulations, if that's you. Congratulations. Yeah. Hey, it's great to be back. I'm excited to be back. I'm really excited to share my thoughts with you on this next topic, and it's the baby. So what he did is he was having a show and you, you might have heard about this. A lot of people have heard about it and saw it because he got called out by a lot of celebrities. <laughs> it was kind of funny. So he gets on stage and then he says like he starts talking about AIDS and like HIV and then like gay people to get the crowd hyped. You know how when you go to a concert, normally the artist is like, is everyone having a good night tonight? And you're like, yeah. And then they ask you like, I don't think you're ready for this song. And then everyone's like, oh shit. And then they play the song. Like that's normally how a concert goes. For some reason, DaBaby thought it would be good to talk about AIDS and STDs and gay people. And I'm gonna play the clip for you so you can hear what he's saying.
1: You didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that'll make you die two, three weeks put a cell phone like,
0: Okay, okay, <laughs> wait. Well, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel like he could have just got on stage and said, If you hate people with AIDS, put your lights in the air. You might as well say that. Like, why are you. What? If you. Okay, some people. I, I don't even want to get into that. Some people get those things, and it happens, it just happens so it doesn't really mean you're better than them i don't and then he goes on to say some more stuff
1: lady if you f- smell like water put your cell phone like in the <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh
0: if you why i don't i don't understand what was the point of that one
1: fellas lights up fellas if you ain't sucking f- in the parking lot put your cell phone lights let's be real about this shit.
0: All right, the hype man is like the hype man's like "Hell yeah, fuck gay people, dude. Hell yeah, put your hands in the air. That's sus as fuck." Like, what what is the if you're not sucking dick in the parking lot, put your well clearly they're not sucking dick in the parking lot. They're going to they're in the audience. They can put their flashlights up. You could have said if you're in the audience, put your flashlights up. I just I don't know. It's kind of weird, man. It's a weird thing to like Also, why did he mention only guys sucking dick in the parking lot? It's okay if the girls suck in the parking lot. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, so that's what he said on stage. And when I first saw it, I was like, I don't, I don't really understand. It's kind of weird. It's just a really weird thing to pick to say. I've been to concerts. And you can, you know, when you're an artist, you can say simple things like put your flashlights on. You can just say put your flashlights on. It's not that big of a deal. I've been asked to do it and I've done it because I'm a great concert goer. So uh, <laughs> so, um, then he got on and apologized with like this weird apology on his story, I'll I'll play a couple of clips for you.
1: I'm gonna address this weak ass internet shit one time and I'm gonna get back to giving my love to my fans. See what I'm saying? Cause what me and my fans do at the live show, it don't concern you on the internet or you bitter bitches on the internet. It's not y'all business. You know what I'm saying? Like what I do at a live show is for the audience at the live show. It'll never translate correctly to somebody looking at a little five, six second clip from their goddamn crib on their phone, it just don't work like that. Like,
0: all right. First of all, that doesn't make sense. Second of all, why? I hate when people don't change the batteries in their what is that? The fire alarm, and then it makes that little beep noise that drives me absolutely insane. Why? <laughs> why does somebody as rich as him not have that? Like, whatever. It's fine. That has nothing to do with anything.
1: Shut the fuck up. You that n- what? That ain't at the show. The show is for the n- paid the money. and and took the time out of their life to come enjoy the show. Not you motherfuckers watching it on the internet at the Crino. Just get your tickets and come fuck with the live show Killer Gay or Straight.
0: baby's probably one of the last shows I would ever go to. I would actually have to be paid to go to his show. And that's also relevant. I'm just being an asshole. But uh, I don't think people are going to want to go to your show after this. Like when a show is recorded, it is for other people. You're putting on a show for a lot of people, uh, whether that's people at home or whether it's people in the crowd. It's just a common sense thing. But uh, whatever, I guess.
1: I say if you don't got AIDS, put a cell phone light up. I say if you ain't in the parking lot, put your cell phone lights up so I could drop my next song. I wasn't going on no rent. That's called a call to action. That's what that's called, because I'm a live performer. I'm the best live performer. I'm the live show killer. You interact with your fans. You get what I'm saying?
0: It's I called to action. I said, if you don't have AIDS, put your flashlight in the air. What's wrong with that? Why can't I talk about that? Why can't I talk about not wanting people with AIDS in my concert? Come on. I mean, c- come on. This, this feels like a South Park episode.
1: All the lights went up gay, straight. You want to know why? Because even my gay fans... Don't got fucking AIDS, stupid ass. They don't got AIDS. My gay fans, they take care of themselves. They ain't going for that. They ain't no nasty gay. You know what I'm saying? They ain't no junkies.
0: All right. So this just made the whole entire thing worse. I, I, just, like, I, just because someone has AIDS or just because someone has an STD doesn't mean that they're disgusting and dirty and gross. Like, it just, it happens. It happens. It's unfortunate, but it can happen why (laughs) what do you have against people it's you don't have the aids why does he (laughs) does why does he hate junkies too i can't i just can't people aren't junkies on purpose i can't go on this whole little rant i mean yeah that's the gist of his little it was pretty long i just clipped out a little bit of things but uh just a really interesting way to apologize like he didn't even really apologize He just restated what he said and then mentioned that he has gay fans that were in the crowd because, you know, I'm sure there was actually... I'm sure he he knew. I'm sure they came out to him during the show. People fuck up. I get it. People do fuck up. And I... If someone actually... Does something and it's stupid, and then they apologize for it like a sincere apology. In my book, that that's good, dude. Like, you apologize, you recognize what you did. I, who am I to constantly bring it up and talk shit about you after you apologize for it? Like, I, I won't do that unless you're an actual really terrible person. And if it was a terrible thing that happened, like the, this dude, like when he beat up like a bunch of gay people and shit, and then made an apology video, I'd be like, eh, I don't really think that you're genuine about that there's like there's a fine line between actually there's not a fine line there's a very thick line between what's right and what's wrong and like what's forgivable and what's like way too like way like past forgivable you can't forgive that person so anyways after that i thought it was interesting to mention that he did get dropped from festivals after that comment which is pretty good to see i mean i feel like i don't know i feel like i guess it's not extreme Because they don't want anything to do with that, right? If you're running a festival and then people are like, oh, you got this dude who was on here talking shit about, you know, gay people. I could see why festivals would drop him. Um, He could have made the situation so much easier. He could have made like a 10 second clip and say, I'm sorry for what I said. I was wrong and I apologize to the people that were harmed by it. I've learned my lesson. Simple, just clean cut. Even even that would have been better than his three minute Instagram story anyways. uh, He posted this, I guess it was on his Instagram or something. And he said, social media moves so fast that people want to demolish you before you even have the opportunity to grow, educate and learn from your mistakes. As a man who has had to make his own way from very difficult circumstances, having people I know publicly working against me, knowing that what I needed was education on these topics and guidance has been challenging. I appreciate the many people who came to me with kindness, who reached out to me privately to offer wisdom, education and resources. That's what I needed and it was received, which is a pretty good statement if I'm being honest. I don't know if he actually wrote that, but you, when something like this happens, and I like to mention it, there's something like this that happens. I feel like people who actually go to educate you, cause I've been in this situation before too. I've said, in my past I've said stupid things too, and I've done stupid things and people call me out for it. Now it wasn't the people who changed my mind. It wasn't the people who are like, you are such a piece of shit. Why would you ever do that? I unsubscribed or whatever, just something rude, right? As opposed to someone calling out and being like, hey Sam, that was kind of shitty because that was just shitty. And I think you should educate yourself more. It could be as simple as that. So I feel like as a as an internet as an internet society, we should really try to help people and educate them and not just immediately be like oh this guy's a fucking piece of shit he's such like a piece of shit whatever even if they do i know i know even if they do something shitty i get it whatever that's your opinion but um from my point of view like when i'm told that i have done something that was stupid or i used a word that i shouldn't have used and they're like i'm not gonna explain it to you but you should educate yourself like i'll go out of my way to do that as opposed to people jumping on a bandwagon saying like yeah this dude's a fucking piece of shit whatever um because people are redeemable they are redeemable But it is, there is a line, you know, there's a line where you can't forgive at one point. So um, I guess that line is different for everybody, though. But it was just a very interesting thing to see. And the other celebrities, let me read some of the things that other celebrities said. Actually, before that, the baby added, I want to apologize to the LGBTQ community for the hurtful and triggering comments I made. Again, I apologize for my misinformed comments about HIV slash AIDS. And I knew education on this is important, is important. Love to all and God bless. So Dula Peep, okay. <laughs> so Dula Lipa posted on her story and said, "I'm surprised and horrified at the baby's comments. I really don't recognize this as the person I worked with. I know my fans know where my heart lies, and that I stand 100 with the LGBTQ community. We need to come together to fight the stigma and ignorance around HIV and AIDS." Which I thought was a really great post. Actually, we had Elton John comment on this as well, um, and he said. We've been so shocked to read about the HIV misinformation and homophobic statements made at a recent baby show. This fuels stigma and discrimination, and is the opposite of what our world needs to fight the AIDS epidemic. The facts are, and he posts a little picture, and it says, "HIV misinformation and homophobia have no place in the music industry. We must break down the stigma around HIV and not spread it. As musicians, it's our job to bring people together." Then he went on and he talked about. He gave some statistics said like, HIV has affected over 70 million people globally, men, women, children, and the most vulnerable people in our communities. In America, a gay black man has a 50% lifetime chance of contracting HIV. Stigma and shame around HIV and homosexuality is a huge driver of this vulnerability. We need to break down the myths and judgments and not fuel these. You can live a long, healthy life with HIV. Treatment is so advanced that with one pill a day, HIV can become undetectable in your body, so you can't pass it on to other people. Homophobic and HIV mistruths have no place in our society and industry, and as musicians, we must spread compassion and love for the most marginalized people in our communities. A musician's job is to bring people together. I mean, wow, that was a really beautiful statement, if I'm being honest. (laughs) It really was. It was good. I didn't know a lot of that information, and now I know. And now you know. So... It's it is good when people point things out like that. And then we had Demi Lovato post on Instagram and this this is what they said one second. It just gives like statistics about HIV and it says HIV is not a gay disease. You know, for decades people have used association between gay men and HIV slash AIDS as an excuse to perpetuate harmful, painful, and false narratives about queer people. And then uh Stupid TI. You guys know T.I. He 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 commented on I think the baby's Instagram and it says, "If Lil Nas X can kick his shit in peace, so should the baby." Hashtag equality. Okay, <laughs> there's actually a really clear difference. Uh, Ti, I don't know if you know, but Lil Nas is just gay and he shows it in his music videos and in his lyrics. And the baby went on stage and kind of talked shit about people with HIV and AIDS and gay people, essentially. So, um, those two are not the same thing. And also, I don't think talking down about those types of people is good for society and i don't think it's equal to somebody being gay at all either but ti is not anyone's opinion that should matter ever anyways Yeah, so then the last celebrity I wanted to mention was Miley Cyrus's post because I thought it was a really good post. And she said, "...as a proud and loyal member of the LGBTQ community, much of my life has been dedicated to encouraging love, acceptance, and open-mindedness. The internet can fuel a lot of hate and anger and is the nucleus of cancel culture, but I believe it can also be a place filled with education, conversation, communication, and connection." It's easier to cancel someone than to find forgiveness and compassion in ourselves or take the time to change hearts and minds. There's no more room for division if we want to keep seeing progress. Knowledge is power. I know I still have so much to learn. Which I also thought was a really, really great post too. And I feel like a lot of people would disagree with that, but I I agree with it wholeheartedly because I think canceling people is a little bit bit extreme to, again depending on the circumstances like it can be great in some cases and awful in others and it's better to educate people who are willing to learn than completely you know sh- shut them off from everything and shut them off from any type of growth because then they're never going to grow as people not that it's our responsibility but i mean if you care about like an artist or you care about a youtuber or something and you just try to educate them i think that that's that's a good thing there's nothing wrong with doing that and if after they're not educated then whatever fuck them you can put your middle fingers up and say you know fuck you but uh yeah and in her description she said like check your dms whatever which is which was cool it was that was really nice of her yeah so after talking about all of that and you know talking about trying to redeem people or whatever this is going to give you a solid answer he deleted his apology to the lgbt community from his instagram account so (laughs) so you know even out of the kind of people who are trying to just be like hey dude that was not very nice and that doesn't even make any sense he ended up deleting the thing so i i don't know him i've never i've only heard his music i don't know his opinions like has he said things like this in the past before I don't really know. Has he? You? Some of you guys might know. But uh, yeah, I feel like deleting the apology really does speak volumes. So very interesting to see after people were trying to give him a little bit of education. Like if you're going to be mad for being called out about something, I feel like that's very childish. Yeah, so that's something interesting that happened over the course of my absence, which is unfortunate for it to baby fans. So, this is the weirdest thing, but do you guys remember MadCon? Put your hands up if you remember MadCon. Anyways, MadCon was a meet and greet convention, and it was just, like, a bunch of Viners who went on tour, and it was one of the first, like, cool meet and greet convention things. One of the guys from there got arrested for robbery and assault. <laughs> Any guesses if you don't know? Well, it was Hayes Greer, which is weird. Uh... So I I found this article. It says influencer and former Vine star Hayes Greer has been arrested on suspicion of robbery, felony conspiracy, and assault in Charlotte, North Carolina. According to an incident report from the Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department obtained by BuzzFeed News, a 24-year-old victim was hospitalized on July 26 with serious injuries after being beaten by Greer. Authorities arrested Greer, 21, on Friday and released him the following day on bond. On July 26th, the report states that officers responded to a call around 1230 a.m. that a man had been physically assaulted. Greer stole the victim's phone before beating him with his hands, feet, and teeth, according to the report. (laughs) Teeth? Okay. Uh, BuzzFeed News News has reached out to Greer and his team but did not receive a response. I mean, that's obvious. And then it talks about him. He first gained his online fame through Vine alongside his brother Nash. He now has over five point six million followers on Instagram, over eight hundred eighty thousand subs on YouTube. And then it just talks about him, right? So I thought that was like the most random thing, and I was I was like, why would you? I was just thinking, I was like, why would you beat somebody up when like there's a reason that he beat the guy up and took his phone, right? All I can think about this is just this is just me thinking. I don't know anything else about the situation that's all I know. But the the guy definitely had something on his phone. Like that could get Hayes in trouble or something or or just like just a bad thing. It, or it was just something bad, I know that. But how do you beat somebody that much? That is terrifying. That is a, that's like it's that's a scary thing. Your teeth, you what you use your teeth? Why would you need to use your teeth? I mean, even punching somebody in the face is pretty bad, but beating them until they have to be hospitalized is like, that's fucked. Like, that's just, I don't know. I thought it was a really weird thing and then I should share it with you guys. All right, I want to get into the next topic and this one I'm really excited about. I'm going to try to contain my excitement, okay? But I am ready. I'm ready to talk about this. So I want to talk about my favorite artist for a second because he did something that I really, really, I liked. And I I feel like it was overlooked, actually. I did not see anybody talking about it. So my favorite artist is The Weeknd. I really, I love the guy. I've uh I've been following him I don't even know I've been following him before he even had his his official Instagram handle the weekend so it's been it's been a long it's been it's really great to see somebody that you love grow I feel like you could all vouch for that too like if you watch youtubers and stuff like that or just musicians in general it's really really awesome to see somebody grow and I I don't know I I I don't know. Why I'm so happy about it. <laughs> but anyways, he recently did an interview for GQ magazine and his outfits were really they were really nice. So I wanted to show you some of these pictures if you're looking, but if you're not looking, he basically he's just wearing like cool outfits. I don't know, like big jackets. But one thing that he did do, he was wearing heels And I was like, oh shit, like that's pretty cool, dude. My favorite artist, look, he's breaking gender stereotypes. He's wearing heels. Not a lot of people do that. And it was interesting because I I haven't seen anybody say anything negative about it at all yet. Maybe they just haven't seen it. It was really low key, but you can can type in like the Weekend GQ. It's just, I, I think it's just really refreshing to see people break those, I guess, gender stereotypes, right, of clothing. Because I... I feel like people should be able to wear what they want. You know, I say it over and over again, but when a celebrity does it and it's posted and, and it's for the public, like I feel like that just makes people less scared to do those things. Like I, I want to wear heels. I'm short, okay? I need to wear heels, but that is socially unacceptable. Sort of, not really. I mean, people would just look at me if I wore heels, but yeah, it was really cool to see that. And it was really cool to see my favorite artist doing that. So I figured I would share that with you guys pretty cool guy. I've been a fan of his for like eight years or seven years. I'm losing track of time. Time flies. I don't know what I'm doing anymore, but it's been a very long time. So I'm proud of him. If you guys don't know any of his music or you hate it, I highly suggest listening to, I will give you one of my favorite songs. Hold on. You have to listen to the whole thing. Okay. It's a masterpiece all around. You have to listen to the whole thing. This is my song suggestion for the day. Oh man, I don't know what song to pick. Okay, I highly suggest listening to XO slash The Host. It's one song, very good song. And I also really, I love Gone by the Weekend. These are just older, older songs. If you've never listened to them, I could give you a million song suggestions, but I would just I will refrain from doing that. Okay, my my top favorite song though is Kissland by the Weekend. If you want to listen to it, it's not for everybody. It's kind of different, but it's just Kissland, the song, not the album. It's on the album Kiss Land, though. Such a good song. Wow, I I'm, I gotta listen to it now. I gotta go listen to it after this. If you guys like me suggesting music too, just let me know. I can, I'll can i suggest you a song every every day. Nope, every week, okay, if you're interested. I also really love Black Bear. I think he's a very great artist too. So anyways, enough about me and my favorite artists. Let's talk about you and your LGBTQ stories. So... This one is a very, very, why is my throat like that? I have to keep clearing my throat. This one is very, I'm going to have to like give you a warning here. Okay. It is not a happy story at all. We've got one after that, but this story, I really wanted to point out a couple of things uh, just for all of you listening. So if you don't want to listen to it, I would probably not play the rest of the podcast anyways, or until the very last minute or two. So I got this email and it says, Hi Sam, just wanted to start this story by thanking you for your YouTube channel. It's been a bright light in the dark place that I've been trapped in my whole life, so thanks. You're you're very welcome. I appreciate you watching me. I'm glad I could help you. So around Valentine's Day of this year, I finally admitted to myself that I was gay and I've been dealing with the wrath of my religious parents ever since. I haven't come out to them, but anytime I do anything remotely feminine, they call me the f and shun me. For example, I was never allowed to wear scarves, they're too feminine, or read Harry Potter, witchcraft. All day I have to put up with toxicity, and with the pandemic, it has gotten worse. One of the worst things that they've ever said happened before I was out to myself, but I still remember it vividly almost every day. My father and my awful older brother were discussing how immoral gay marriage was, and how LGBTQ people were going to burn in hell. This is a heavy one, okay? I'm warning you, it's it's heavy, it's not light. If you don't want to listen, you don't have to listen anymore, okay? I'm going to read it now. My brother then suggested that hunting gay people should be a sport and that it should be legal to (laughs) s*** anyone in the LGBTQ community. I can only watch in horror as my dad agreed without hesitation, nodding his head as though killing the gays would be a brave service to the world. I don't have anyone trusted to talk to about this either. When I tried to vent to one of my trusted friends about everything, he just said he was surprised I haven't KMS yet. Other gay friends responded by sliding into my DMs and sending lewd messages to me to gauge a response. Saying that things are better now is a lie. I live in a small Republican town in the middle of nowhere where most people blindly follow the ex-president. I've tried coming out to a few friends, trusted queer people, but all of them have either outed me to their friends or sent inappropriate messages to me thinking that I would reciprocate their affection. The worst part is, for that long I was against everything that I am now. I was always the preacher's son, quoting Bible verses to anybody that would listen. Now I have to live with the fact that I have to put myself in a community full of people that would disown slash hurt me if they ever found out about my lies. I have to deal with people that would want my rights to be taken away and for me to be executed in the streets, and it is all just a lot to handle. I know that you're probably not going to see this. Well, I did, and you're a busy guy. Yes, I am, but if you ever did, what do you think I should do? Anyways, thanks for your time and content. I would say it's definitely helped. All right. Wow. It doesn't... It shouldn't surprise me, but it does the fact that people and there are a lot of people who definitely agree with like hunting gay people should be a sport it's so terrifying that people still view the world like that today sometimes i forget people like that actually exist because i am i mean i guess i pay attention to the lighter people but the lighter people still aren't even that light but that's a lot and that's concerning so in a situation like this if you're actually surrounded by people who think like uh, hunting gay people should be should be a sport. I would never come out because your safety is always your priority and I do say that every time if you're gonna be if you're in a household where they seriously do not like gay people or trans, whatever, I wouldn't come out and it sucks to have to wait to come out, but your safety is always your number one priority. And it, it's really hard to trust people. Like you said, you, you come out to them and then they tell people or they, whatever, and it's it's not a secret that's kept with them. So it's it's tough. There are great online communities of LGBTQ people, which can be helpful. Um, there, there's definitely probably plenty of forums like Reddit probably has a bunch of great advice uh, for... There's probably... Is there? There has to be. There has to be LGBTQ advice things on Reddit. There, I, I highly doubt there wouldn't be. That's <laughs> debatable. Reddit can be a great place to get information. To you, my friend, and to anybody else in the situation like that, keep safety first. You don't have to tell anybody anything, okay? And I know that sucks, and it sucks to have to wait. But if you're going to get kicked out on the streets or you're going to be harmed rather not put yourself in that situation because that's not you don't want that like nobody ever wants that and it's sad it's a really really sad world to live in and unfortunate but some people are you know you get stuck in that and there's only so much you can do with people who surround you who are evil essentially it's a perfect way to put it evil that is some evil shit man this next story is on the later side. I want to share it with you guys. So it says, I've been out FTM for around six years. I'm still pre-T due to various circumstances, but hopefully I'll get there one day. I came out at 16 and it took my family back some. While the majority of my family was at least open to it relatively, they opposed medical transition. And honestly, I don't know where they sit with it as of now. Not that their opinion would sway me anymore, regardless. My grandfather has had a super difficult time coming to terms with my coming out. He's a heavy Christian and has made it quite known that I should pray about it. Funny enough, I did every night as a kid. and we see where that got me, LOL. <laughs> well, my family's been getting more accustomed to calling me my name, my pronouns are something they're working on. He has been quite on the fence about it. This past Christmas though, he surprised me. One of the things he got me was quite relevant to my name. Here's a hint, and then I'm not gonna read it just because I don't wanna read anybody's name. It was so much of a shock, I started crying. Just knowing that it was a step in the right direction was amazing. I thought I'd share. Even people who struggle at first have the potential to come around. It took a little over five years, but I can honestly say that progress with my family has been immaculate. Yeah, that's always a really great thing to hear because, you know, sometimes it takes people a long time to start accepting you, which sucks and it can be really sucky, but I feel like it's always better late than never. It could take one person one month and another person five years I don't know, it's just different for everybody if there's two stuck in their ways but eventually if they come out of the way that they used to think or they stop being ignorant or whatever like that that shows a lot of growth in them as a person and it's it's just a really great thing you know if you're cuz you like your family or you like your friends you want them to be in your life you don't want them to Say bye just because you're in the LGBTQ community. So it's great to see progress even that far along. I think that's a really great thing. So thank you for sharing that with me. I appreciate it. And yeah, so I'm going to end that here. If any of you want to send a story to Outspokensam at gmail.com, you can go ahead and do that. That is my email, Outspokensam at gmail.com. And I've gotten a couple of uh, emails in there as well, giving me content suggestions or topic suggestions. If you do ever want to, send that through my email as well. You can, like a video link um, or, or a website link or something that's just like stupid and that we could react to. I'm definitely down for that too. So yeah, I will see all of you guys next week with a new episode. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye.